they made out in Sweet the first home one. Sweet Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might be a good cold open. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Always To There Are, a Star Wars discussion podcast. I am Josiah, here with my co-host, Steven. Hey, guys. Hey, Steven. How's it going? Pretty good. Steven, we have someone else in the room with us today. We do. We have our first guest on the show, our buddy, Brandon. Uh, he is... Brandon, one, I, 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 could, I could explain it, but you could explain we'll, it worse. We'll let him introduce so himself. So go ahead and introduce yourself in this kind of, like, how... Like your experience with Star Wars so far, how you got introduced to it, etc. Um, so my name is Brandon. Hi, Brandon. And I am a Star Wars beginner. Yeah, you're going through Clone Wars for the first time right Currently, now. Currently, yes. And I fell asleep in all the movies. Don't shun me. Okay. The, the first movies. Why are you just telling me this now? I need you to leave the podcast. <laughs> Every <laughs> single one of them. Oh. <laughs> uh, what season are you in right now? I'm currently starting season five. I'm in episode mm. three of season five. It's so good. It, it is. is. It's so good. Season season five was my favorite season. It might be my favorite season. I don't know. Clone Wars is just so good. It is. It gets better as it goes on. It does. Until season It really picks up in season four. But season five yeah. is my favorite season. But the Umbara arc is my favorite arc. Yeah. Embark. That's the that's the one with Pong Crow. Gotcha. But we'll get into that more later because. Uh, anyway, the <laughs> so this is our beginner's guide to Star Wars episode, and basically what we're doing here is, uh, me and Steven are Star Wars experts, right? You guys know this. Uh, what we wanted to do is bring in that was sarcasm, by the way. What we wanted to do was bring in uh, somebody who knows just enough about Star Wars to have a ton of questions. But that not we can enough. Answer. Exactly. But not enough to like know answers like what is the force and how do you make yeah, a lightsaber. Not knowing those in the in depth answers. Yeah. They know the surface stuff that you can just get from watching the movies. Yeah. So we brought Brandon on because um he's, he's getting been, into Star Wars. He's getting into Star Wars, he's watching through Clone Wars, knows just enough to ask he's some a great some really terrible questions, and we're gonna go through all of those together and it's gonna be great anyway uh anything else before we get started not for me i'm ready to answer some questions all right i know you've been yelling at me to stop answering questions you love you you guys were talking so much before we started recording and i was like i never say this but save it for the podcast (laughs) oh you say it all the time i really do i do i really say it that much okay brandon brandon yes hey 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 he's here that guy's here Brandon, what is the first question you've got for us today? All right, so this first question is, I think, a simple question, but it could be a little bit more complicated. With us answering, there are no simple questions. We'll there are no simple it. answers. Okay, so what I got first is, why did the Jedi join any war? Oh, this is, oh, this is one of those that Brandon sent me, and I was like, there. This is <laughs> this is a question that can be answered because the Jedi have gone through several different eras yeah yeah and they've had Uh, different stances on war and being engaged in war throughout those ages okay so do we want to real quick are you talking about the jedi as it exists in the era of the republic 
as seen in Clone Wars and the prequel trilogy. The Republic being a part of the Senate, correct? The Republic is the... Okay, I'm just making sure. The Senate is the Republic. The Senate is part of the Republic, same as our Senate is part of our democracy. Like, the Senate is a piece of the Republic. The Republic is not the Senate, but the Senate is the Republic. The Republic, as it exists in the era, or no, the Jedi Order, as it exists in the era of the Republic, why are they involved in the Galactic Civil War? Is it the Galactic Civil War? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is because there's because pieces are siding with the different. Yeah, it's the there, Galactic ha, there Civil have War. been multiple Galactic Civil. No, Wars. I know, but there's but in in current canon, it there is, is called the Galactic Civil War. I do believe yes, but okay. So first off, I would say the Jedi probably see themselves if they were aware of r- the real world, they'd probably compare themselves to. UN peacekeeping forces or NATO peacekeeping forces. Okay. That makes I'm sense. I'm going to nod like I understand what that second one means. Like, think of the Peace Corps. I don't know what that is. Oh, no. I think NATO stands for North Atlantic Trade Organization. It's basically a union that of... That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> it's basically a this union This is not important. <laughs> the North American continent countries and European countries. Okay, cool. This is not important. Anyway. So, anyway. Would, would, they, would the Jedi Order not be considered... A mercenary group. No. They're a religious order. Yeah, the Jedi, they see themselves in the modern era. The Jedi see themselves as a peacekeeping force. Yeah. Um, They are probably the most political iteration of the Jedi order as well. They, They are, I don't think they've ever been more heavily involved in the Senate and in the workings of the Republic as a governmental body than they are in the movies. Now this is this is something that I don't have an into too. Why why are the Jedi's like automatically generals in the army? I would say it's part of it's out of respect because they're Jedi and the Jedi have historically been the ones to lead the fight against dark side users cuz it's historically generally at least as far as like worthwhile stories to tell in the Star Wars mythos, it's if there's a war, it is being led by dark side users. So either the Sith, or I don't. We'll, we'll have to see what kind of stuff Disney does with uh, the High Republic and the yeah. Nihilist group. Uh, I'm interested to see what they're going to do for the antagonists of the Eclipse game that's coming Ooh, out sometime that's gonna soon. Be fun. The trailer looked good. I'm looking forward to that. Or the antagonists are like, they like overwhelmingly out technology the Republic. So like the Mandalorian Wars that are the, like the premise of Knights of the Old Republic. Well, the the Mandalorian Wars came before Knights of the Old Republic, correct? Yeah, like they're like the the foundational backstory for the premise of the games. They... They were so overwhelmingly advanced compared to the systems they were invading and conquering that it required the Jedi to intervene. Uh, The Republic was also ill-equipped at that point in time for a major conflict. Mm. So they needed the Jedi's aid. And at that point in time, the Jedi didn't want to fight 
they had actually said, we're not getting involved. And it was Revan who said, screw that, we're going. And he took a big chunk of the Jedi who agreed with him, and they defied the High Council. And then the High Council followed Sue? Kind of. They were like, well, a, a significant portion of the Repu- of the Jedi are now involved in the war. We might as well do some stuff. They didn't get... I don't think they got directly involved in the fighting, but they they relented on some fronts to do something to aid the war effort. Yeah. Um, of course, after that war, Revan fell to the dark side, and most of the Jedi that went with him did so as well and became Dark Jedi in his Sith Empire. And that essentially vindicated the High Council's opinion. Like, we should never have gotten involved. And if we hadn't, okay, so the Mandalorians would have conquered a chunk of the galaxy. But at least we wouldn't be in a massive civil war right now. We wouldn't be going through the 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 war with the Empire as well as the Jedi Civil War. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yes, it does. I told you some of these answers are... Yeah, yeah. It's so broad. It's one of those things where it's like, do you... And the follow-up question would have been, so why did they join the Republic instead of the Separatists? And you had kind of answered it alluding to the Jedi align with necessarily good because the Sith aligned with the Separatists, It's because, because the... In the, the Galactic Civil War, the Republic, they are the good guys. Like, those, the planets that are siding with the Separatists, the only people benefiting from that are the people in power. Like, the Separatists are not a good force. The Jedi would never side with them because they are, like, they are oppressing people. They... Quote-unquote, communists. The Separatists. Yeah. They're, they're the, their political party is Separatists. They are a confederacy... Uh... So if you actually look at what happens in the Clone Wars series, you would you can find part of the answers why the Jedi would side with the Republic and not with the Separatists. And that's because you have the one episode where the Nemoidian general, I think he's a general, but he's trying to test his defoliator weapon on that planet. And he's like, oh, that random village over there, what a perfect target. Uh, just, yeah, 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 yeah. And then let's just shell this uninvolved, isolated village and see how good this weapon is. Yeah, it's like yeah. the Jedi they're, would... They're evil people. Yeah. And the, the Republic is defending against the Separatists unless they, and, unless they are taking back ground that the Separatists took from them. Yeah, because for a lot of the Separatists, they are correct in the Republic is exceptionally corrupt... Mm-hmm. And absolutely, we need we need to get out of the Republic. Unfortunately, and that's like the citizenry of the Separatists. That's the the governmental yeah, body yeah. of the Separatists. But the military, which is being controlled by Dooku, is full of evil people because mm-hmm. Dooku is picking evil people. Yeah, and intentionally. Then, yeah. Yes, and Dooku is making sure that their war crimes are not being publicized to the confederate senate otherwise the confederates would be like well what we're doing is worse than what the republic's doing because the republic isn't like massacring innocent villages they're just 
a bunch of corrupt rich people keeping themselves rich. Hence the, I forget the lady's name from, that was friends with Padme that gets assassinated by the Separatists. Padme's friend is a Separatist. Yes, Do you know what uh, I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bon Terry. But then the Separatist Party said that the Republic was the one that actually assassinated. Yes. Okay. And it was on the order of Dooku, I believe. Yeah. Yes, which is why her son tries to kill him yes. on Mandalore. Yes. The So the Jedi side with the Force for good, even if that is the lesser of two evils. Right? Like, Because gotcha. the Republic isn't great, but hey, it's better than the Separatists. All right. All right. Well, this one goes a little bit further, and it is also a very broad question. Okay. Of, okay, so who are the Sith? This is one of those that when he first told me this is like one of his questions he was going to ask, I was like, this can go so deep. This, this is a whole okay, episode so on let's So let's start off. Let's start off with, in the because a lot of this is coming from Clone Wars, in the era of the galactic civil war who are the sith okay so surface level the sith are darth sidious and count dooku with special appearances by darth maul savage oh savage is never a sith is he well he's technically he's he's, he's maul's apprentice apprentice yeah and then so and then we'll get into ventress later but so sad um yeah ventress i think is best classified while she's with Dooku as a Sith assassin, mm-hmm. which I would say is a Sith, it's just not one of like the the two Sith. One of the two, yeah. It and this is where we have to dig a little deeper into what are the Sith as a like pre Galactic Civil War, who are the Sith? Um, Brandon, it might blow your mind to hear that the Sith was like a was a was, was an, a people group. was an army was a a pol- it was a political group. No. Okay. Kind so, of. It was a race, was it not? It was. It was a species. That's, so we're going so... That's so that's far That's way back. deeper. I understand. So that is the... That's the Sith episode that we're not recording okay. today. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Though I so do Steven, love Steven, you are the most qualified person in the room. Okay, but also... To if you're gonna, this question. Okay. If you're going to use Dark Sidious, at least use Count Dooku's... Darth Tyrannus? Yes. Thank you. So, okay. Sure. Oh, my God. So I call it the modern era. That's like the movies, the TV shows, the, yeah. the quote-unquote yeah. present time. Disney canon. No, it's also yeah, Lucas yeah. canon. But yeah, so yeah. you have the rule of two. You have the <laughs> rule of two, a master and an apprentice, the master to embody power and an apprentice to embody the ambition for power. And the, uh, the line in the movies that best encapsulates this concept is, um, I believe it's... Always two there are a master and an apprentice. But which did we... Did they kill? Wait, is that Yoda? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so uh, that's going to be the cold open for sure. Sure. Because it's... Do you want to do your Yoda impression? <laughs> Just. To... I don't have a Yoda. I have a Palpatine impression. I don't have a Yoda. We can't both have a Palpatine impression. I am very bad at Yoda. Okay, I think so everyone has a Palpatine impression. Back to the question. Back to the episode within an episode. God. The Sith, for a thousand years, yeah. you had 
The Rule of Two, created by Darth Bane. Too deep. No. It's not too Just deep. Just let him, let him go. Yes. So, this is the Sith. At this point, the Sith is more of a philosophy that is strictly practiced by two individuals. And the whole point of it was to lead up to a single individual who was so powerful that they could single-handedly topple the Jedi Order, which would have some indeterminate amount of time to build itself up into great heights of power throughout the whole galaxy. So it could be, you know, a thousand years, which it was, and you've got thousands upon thousands of Jedis to defeat by yourself. Or it could be... You know, a couple hundred years and you have a lot less to defeat by yourself. It's But the, the philosophy of the rule of two is such that eventually the power of the individual will eclipse the power of the, the masses. Then before this, you have the Sith is... My knowledge of the Sith between the Knights of the Old Republic era and the... New Republic era, which is after, which is the thousand years leading up yeah. to the movies, is pretty vague. But it's a bunch of like, it's a bunch of ideologies, some groups and organizations that have taken the name, and it's some brotherhoods of just dark side users. They're like, ooh, the Sith that we've heard about. Let's take the name, kind of follow their philosophies and practices, and we'll call ourselves Sith. Then you have the Old Republic era, and the Sith at this point are an empire. They are a governmental body. Uh, it's like the Jedi, if the Jedi had deposed of the Senate and the Republic and said, we are now, the High Council is now the Senate. That's the Sith. I would have had no problem with that. Yoda would be a great emperor. But the Council would be a terrible Senate. Yeah, but as long as they gave Yoda emergency powers and he never let go of them, everything would be okay. Maybe. Or he would fall to the dark side and we'd actually get to see a dark side Yoda. Oh, but I'm totally down for that. Me too. Uh, and then, at this point in time in the Old Republic and before, the Sith are an actual species. And their quick and short of their lore is that they were just a species naturally attuned to the dark side. The Jedi had a civil war called the Great Schism because there were some who wanted to study both the light and the dark side and there were those who said, nope, you cannot study the dark side. So the, those who said you can only study the light, they won the civil war and exiled the dark side users. They sure wandered did. around for a while. They found the Sith species and was like, oh, these people are naturally attuned to the dark side. They've been using it. They have some practices we can learn from that. So what they did was they're like, we'll settle on this planet as exiles. And because we are studied in the Force much more than they are as, like, the Force as a whole. Yeah. They were easily able to overthrow the Sith leadership and install themselves as the new lords. And they were the dark lords of the Sith. So you have Darth Sidious and Darth... Tyrannus, yes, master and apprentice, yes. Then you have, then you have Darth Sidious have, and up. who? Hold up, hold up. Then you hold up, and you also have 
in in line with the rule of two. You have Dooku trying to train Ventress so they can overthrow Sidious. And you have Maul, who is no one's apprentice, training Savage to try to overthrow this But he Darth was. Sidious. But Darth Maul was Dooku's original apprentice. Mm, he no. was Sidious's original apprentice. Yes. Yeah, so Darth really? Maul. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. So you in... did not watch The Phantom Menace, did you? I told you I fell asleep. In so in the Phantom Menace, in the Phantom Menace, uh, Darth Sidious introduces his apprentice, and it's a cloaked figure with a red face with the black tattoos yes. and the horns. And then you, the all of that movie with the fights and everything. <laughs> yeah, Darth Sidious had Darth Maul as an apprentice. That's then, why he was Darth Maul. So think about yes. it from this perspective. I have not watched those movies since I was 12 years old. That is, and I did not care have, about plot of any movie. Sh- I just cared about the action. You, you should, should go have back wa- and watch them. Watch them before you before you finish season five. Watch the Phantom Menace. Just the Phantom Menace. Yes. You don't need to watch anything else. But before you finish season five, go watch the Phantom okay, Menace. And you should watch episode three before you finish season, season seven. seven. Before you even start season seven. Yes. You need, you to, need go to watch, watch episode, episode three, three before you episode start season seven. Three. Revenge the last of the one. Yes. So. Revenge of the Sith, the last of the prequel trilogy. Okay. Just uh, go watch the prequel trilogy. Take so a couple nights. You've got... <laughs> Take a break from Clone Wars and watch the prequel trilogy. Darth I will Sidious have a little bit more time. Was training Darth Maul. I... Darth Maul dies in... Allegedly. Quote, unquote, dies in episode one. So Sidious, in order to maintain the rule of two, has to find a new apprentice. So he found Count Dooku who was a disillusioned Jedi because Dooku started to see the Senate's corrupt and the Jedi are far too involved in the Senate and in the political workings that they are starting to also become corrupt. So, so good intentions. Good intentions. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Gotcha. And that which is, granted, which granted, it could have handled correctly. That could have just begun to heal the Jedi Order of all of its problems, but it was taken advantage of by Sidious and therefore turned Dooku into the Sith that he is. Yes. Uh, and that's the thing about the dark side is that it it feeds on and amplifies your dark emotions and your darker impulses such that at the beginning, they are things you would don't want to do, you don't like doing, but by the end, you actually enjoy them. Like killing children. Yes. Sorry, sorry. Merkin those younglings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, no. So, this kind of goes deeper into what we were talking about. I'm so sorry, but... I told you this is going to be a, more than two parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, when we when we talk about who Palpatine is, he is also, excuse me, the Chancellor Palpatine. Who he is is also Darth Sidious. Yes, yes. It's basic. Okay. When I was little, I thought they were completely separate people. I was Again, dead sure of that. It. Was that was the purpose of the movies, though? That's true. They they are. I think for the younger audiences, they are designed to kind of keep kids guessing as to whether they're separate people or the same people. Until you watch one of the Lego movies and you see Sidious like flipping his cloak up and down. And yes. <laughs> like when he's or I any think of the in, robot uh, chickens, they in, do the same thing <laughs> in the in the Lego movie, the Lego shows that came out in like right before the sequel trilogy, 
and he's like standing in front of the Senate and he's like he flips up he flips up the cloak and he's like ooh and everyone's like ah. and then he pulls it back and they're like ah and then he does it <laughs> seven times and it's hilarious and <laughs> so anyway. it's like a superhero okay. you have your public identity that you know you're Clark Kent and then you're in for Palpatine it's time for their secret identity to become their only identity yes time for them to join us or go away it's the opposite of the Incredibles can we move on to the next question that was actually in a great key (laughs) hey so no so this is still talking about that same question I'm so sorry I'm kidding but y'all keep cutting me off before I can even get it out okay Darth Sidious Darth Tyrannus. Sidious has, excuse me, Palpatine has so much power and wants more power. Yes. Using... Unlimited power. <laughs> Great. Okay. But gonna be a the... Lot. <laughs> Dang it. There's going to be a lot of Palpatine quotes in this episode, and I'm here for it. Maybe I'll just cut all of those together back to back, and that'll be the cold <laughs> open. Okay, so he's in search of power to eventually throw, overthrow the Jedi Order. Yes. It's not just to build as much power as he can. Yes, yeah, because he, he's building up to what he calls the final order. Um, no. Yeah, and he's, no. he wants to, he's building up to when he can shoot lightning and take down a whole Mace fleet, but a, a whole fleet, fleet. Only of only the ships that are the good ships. Which is actually but a pretty of, small fleet. All of his ships are untouched. Yes. He has that much control of his lightning that no one has it that much easily control gets of their lightning. reflected into his face. <laughs> just realized he's, he's, way, he's way more powerful in the in he, the rise of Skywalker. I, that though. was something I never even thought of until just now. He has so much control over his own lightning that he can selectively target spaceships flying around without looking at them. But he has so little control that he can't no, no, stop no, no, no. it from deflecting into his face. Does he not allow Mace Windu to reflect the lightning back at him to turn Anakin? I'm talking about episode nine. When Ray just Well yeah, but the power him. of the power of good overpowers the dark side. Jeez, are we going deep cut into Disney here? Jeez. That was the last that like, was four the last episodes, episodes, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was the last five. You'll you'll hear okay. it if you listen. Yes, he needs power to overthrow the Jedi. Once power. Once he can do that, he can control the Senate because they're not Force users, so he can easily, you know, manipulate them and mind control them through the Force. Gotcha. And get them to do whatever he wants them to do. Get them to like whatever he wants them to like. Next question. Next okay. question. Okay. 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 Maybe on a different Anakin topic. being the chosen one. Oh, here we go. Okay. When we talk about the Chosen One, and we talk about the test that Qui-Gon Jinn actually took of Anakin. Oh, midichlorians. Okay. Midi-whats? Midi-quoians. Oh. Okay, when we talk about this test, what is it actually testing when it talks about being able to so use the force? The, let, me see if, let me see if I can explain it, and then okay. you correct me if I'm wrong. So the, the test that Qui-Gon does is not like a Chosen One test. He's not like... That. Um, what it's doing is testing midichlorian count. And yep. basically, on a very simple level, the midichlorian count, the higher the number, the more powerful a force user. 
at very low levels. Um, everyone has some level of midichlorians because every living being is connected to the force in some capacity. Um, then you have people that have, and Stephen can give exact numbers, but have a little bit more midichlorians. And these people have an attunement to the force, but aren't able to control it. This would be people like Maz, Kanata from the, yeah. sequel, the sequel trilogy. Um, people like who else would you put here? Oh goodness! Let's I see. know there's people in the prequel trilogy. Would Han Solo not be one of those people? No, not at all. No, no, not in any way, um, shape, or form. So you got Maz Kanata in the sequels is attuned to the Force. Yeah, but is not. They are what. I guess they could be what's called a force sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know because because force sensitive is used to define people who can use the force. Anyway, so and I think the numbers because you said I could say that it's like between a thousand and a five thousand midichlorian count yeah. is you are attuned enough that you can sense the force and you can like you know feel when something big happens or something super tragic happens like the destruction of Alderaan. Over five thousand, you have enough. Over five thousand, you have it's enough. Over five thousand, <laughs> it's over. I doubt that you have enough concentration that you can actually start to manipulate the force. And it's like below a thousand, you think it's a bunch of hokey religious nonsense. This, this is where Han Solo would fit, and yes. also most of. That's why I quoted him. This is most of the people in this the is galaxy. Like Ninety. This is your this galaxy. is your average person. Yeah, below a thousand has no attunement to the force. They are just in and of the force in the sense that when they die, their quote unquote force is connect is it goes back to the cosmic force. Um, so back to just is there anyone else that fits I, that that section where Maz does? I guess right now I'm just I'm kind of trying to think of. The the movies. Yeah. I can't really think of anyone in the movies. You've got Maz Kanata. Oh, you know what? I bet the guy who gives the map piece to Poe mm, is probably yeah, yeah, in yeah. this category. See, I was thinking maybe also the... I know nothing about him, but I bet ca- he's somewhere in there. The Kaminoans. Uh, the people making the clones. Yeah. You think so? I think maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I, w- I would say this is one of those. Because you know, I've never heard anything that they're one of the races that, as yeah, a yeah, race, yeah. are attuned to the Force. I would just specifically like, especially, I don't know her name, but the the one in the Domino Squad episodes that's like genuinely concerned about their well being. Um, also, like the guy protecting Omega when the Empire is taking over in Bad Batch. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Cad Bane. I was also thinking Cad Bane. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the lower end. Yeah, but just over, at like fifteen to two thousand. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, and that's part of what helps give him an edge. Yeah, over not necessarily Jedi, but just over others, and that's. I would say. Are you talking about the bounty hunter Cad Bane? Yeah, okay. yeah. I would say, anyone, who maybe even Han Solo. Because I would say anyone who we would consider to be, like, the elite of whatever it is they do. Like, Han Solo, Lando, 
they are considered some of the best smugglers and rogues in I the think galaxy. That's based, most of that is based around their crew. Lando is, in D&D terms, Lando's a bard. Han Solo is a rogue. Yeah. Um, but so Because they are the best at what they do. Lando, with his luck, he has such good luck all the time. I wouldn't be surprised if he has some force attunement enough that he can he can get a good feeling about something that is about to happen that mm. gives him that like yeah. this is a good gamble this is not a yeah. good gamble i wouldn't be surprised except when he's betting his ship yes but he got caught cheating on that one this is valid <laughs> maybe that's because han has a slightly higher count so han got like yeah you're cheating um there was one more person i was thinking maybe anyways um, back to the question so at and hand. then so above you said you said like above it's like above 5, 5, so five thousand to ten thousand is like your your run of the mill jedi uh or for, force user um yeah that would be Asajj, most jedi yeah uh mother talzin is probably just above that i would say she's at least 12 if not 15 i would say she's probably 11 to 12 she's okay okay um she's also not a natural force user though that's valid um and then on so above like ten thousand, where you you haven't gotten there yet you're more you're more powerful jedi um the high council are all very powerful force users they're in that 10 to 15 range upwards of 15 going towards 18 19 20 is where you have yoda sidious anakin i'm gonna put star killer in here because he probably, I love him. He's probably up there. He's, if we ever have Sam Witwer on the podcast, we can't clip that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I would say he's probably up there. It, it, if a Force user is strong enough to pull a Star Destroyer out of orbit, or at least high atmosphere, I love him then so if much. they can fight against the engines of, of like that size, then they're probably up there. So Sidious and Vader would be... Probably the two most powerful force users in modern canon. Sidious is the most powerful ever, according to Lucas. Ever. Okay, so. But he can't fight being fireman carried over a. He's old. This is true. He he probably doesn't have enough physical strength to resist robot arms <laughs> it's so it's funny because it's all practical effects right back then but the way that it's filmed it, it's he just like his hands are like in front of him like t-rex arms when he gets picked yes, up they don't and move he's just like ah! it is funny okay so and this is just going off of what you just said like when we think about he's trying to sway anakin to join the dark side yeah is that to make him his apprentice yes with Future designs. That'd be a question that I have. Why is Palpatine ever having an apprentice if he... Because he is unique in the Sith in that he is not uh, raising an apprentice that will one day destroy him. He is... He is so, the most powerful Sith yes. and plans to stay that way. Yes. Yeah, so so why would he ever slight, have an apprentice? Most of it's explained through the EU, but there is a slight hint in Your the mom. movie. When he's talking about the tragedy of Darth Plagueis to Anakin, have you and ever heard the he's story talking of about Darth Plagueis. He found a way to 
stop people from dying. Sidious wants to take that and advance it to the next level. And that's his design with Anakin. Is And this is when we get into the EU because there is a dark side technique called essence transfer. Which is... Right. We, we talked about this. On, as of uh, now, it's not canon, as far as I'm aware. Uh, uh, I mean, it kind of maybe canonized it in some way in episode nine. It, I mean, it has to be canonized or some some faction some, of it. Yeah, because he does. He he's he's he, a clone. He moves to a cloned body or something. I don't know why his clone would be all somehow decrepit, Palpatine but, returned. We don't really know exactly yeah. how. <laughs> <laughs> um. Brandon's sitting over here like, huh? So he essentially <laughs> wants Anakin's body. And oh. so he is... Cul- oh. Yeah. oh, because he's like... He's, he's cultivating Anakin to become more powerful than him with the intention of possessing him, essentially. Gotcha. So oh. he wants a young, strong body that will give him another 50, I, 60 years. I don't like this at all. And I think... Once he, when he had successfully done that with Anakin, he would find a new apprentice, start the whole process over again, cultivate them up, and be like, okay, I'm old again, time to possess this person. And there's Sith that have been able to do this in the past. In, in the comics, you have Karnas Mur, and he had the, his talisman. And anyone who put on his talisman would get possessed by a spirit. Because he had imbued the talisman with his spirit, so when he died, his soul would go into the talisman rather than join the cosmic force or just be obliterated. And then anyone who wore it, his spirit could then enter them, and then he would be them. So, I mean, it's a it's a technique that's just gone through a few different iterations. Do you think if Darth Maul had not had been cut in half, that he probably would have succeeded with Maul. Mm, no, Maul wasn't all that powerful. Maul was not all. Maul was a means to an end, just to maintain the rule of two. Because at that, the theory is, is that because Anakin is an immaculate birth, the theory is that Palpatine manipulated the Force using Plagueis's research into midichlorians in order to cause that birth. So for answer, who is Anakin's daddy? In a way, it's Palpatine. Anakin is a test tube baby made by Palpatine. Sort of. So Palpatine, so under this theory, Palpatine was always planning on Anakin. Because that was, Anakin is his creation. All right, so to go back on the midichlorian, is that what y'all called it? Midichlorian. Yeah, those. Mi- mi- okay, we all we pronounced it three different ways. Mida, 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 midi, midi, midichlorians. Where would Ray and Finn land on the midichlorian scale? I think Finn lands close to, if not at, ten thousand. Finn? No, no way. Hmm. It is, it is confirmed that the thing that he keeps saying, like, Ray, I've got to tell you something, is that he's Force-sensitive. That, that was it, never what I heard. That is confirmed by J.J. Abrams. I heard that it was always a love confession and that it changed after the fact because so many people wanted it to be, I'm Force-sensitive. 
you know my thoughts on this. Finn was always supposed to be a Jedi. I agree. Um, I think he at least. I think he's in that. Gets two seconds is, of lightsaber is, time. Because if 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 ten thousand is like he was done dirty. If ten thousand is the base for, um, like force sensitivity, I would say he is at like that seven or eight at least. Oh, I would I would say he is at most five or six thousand. I would say he would be your average to slightly under average run of the mill Jedi. I wouldn't say that he was going to be one of the powerful ones. Oh no, no, of course not. But okay, did we say five to ten was Jedi? Five to ten's Jedi. Ten to fifteen oh, okay, is like so that's my high bad. council. So he's at least five to six. Okay, yes. I was getting numbers wrong in my head. That's my bad. But the way it turned out with the subsequent movies, I'd say he's probably sitting around one thousand. <laughs> No. It's sad. No. No. But no. He's a Jedi. You are allowed to have your head cannon on this because Finn the sequels don't a Jedi. really can't count. Finn is opinion. a Jedi. Uh, so. If Kylo didn't have exhaust ports on his lightsaber, Finn would have won that fight. True, but he also had the training in melee combat, and he was one and of the yet, best in his class at First Order Academy. And yet... He was trash. I was saying, yet he got his hands beaten to him by a scavenger. Yeah, because she also was proficient in some melee combat. And, and then also the force was fighting through her. Ray. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're moving into now where I have questions from Rebels. I'm like jumping around to everything. Yeah, you are. Cool. That's fine. I, I want to jump around. We spent a lot of time on the Galactic Civil War, yeah. which is fine, but it was all like Sith related. And, and now we're going to go right into Rebels, which is more Galactic Civil War. It's just no. The, the Rebellion is a Civil War. Yes, but it's not the Galactic Civil War. Sure. If you're playing Battlefront 2 and you're choosing eras, one of them is the Galactic Civil War and one of them is another one that I can't remember the name of. And I'm pretty sure I got the titles right when I said something earlier in this podcast. Anyway, what is your next question, Brandon? Wait, did you answer my Ray question? Yeah, I said Which I don't know with Ray. Like where she falls on the midichlorian scale? Yes. Like they want her to fall 25,000 more. They she, want her to be the most powerful. She's not There's though. No way. Exactly. Because she's she's powered Exactly. I would say she's she's maybe at like the fifteen mark. They want her to be the good guy Thanos, where based with on all the Infinity Stones. Based on what we have seen and her using the Force, she's she's fifteen maybe with no training at all. That's not true. She does Rise of Skywalker. With, she's, yes, she does. She does, she does training for very. No, 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 no. In the Rise of Skywalker, she is doing. She training has a year of training under her by belt. the books. She's training by the oh, books. Oh, okay. Just because she doesn't have a master does not mean she's not training. Uh, actually, right. I think Leia. I think is she's getting some some training from Leia, mm-hmm. but she's getting a lot of it from the books. She though. doesn't really use the Force that much. So exactly. In, exactly. In so episode you can't... nine. It's in episode seven and eight when she uses it the most, and she Lifting has rocks. no training at all. Um. Yeah, so with Rey, they want her to be up there, the most powerful that we've ever seen in a movie. But, but as, as far as we've seen... It's unearned. 
And as far as we've seen, you you can't put a number on it because we don't know. We haven't been given enough, yeah, enough screen time. You think the three movies to 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 determine like where she would fall. So on then, that. what about Leia? Leia would probably fall on the. I'd say she'd probably eight fall to nine, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. Because okay, so people say back. the Force isn't hereditary and all that kind of stuff. I would say to some degree it is, because since there is a biological component through the midichlorians, I would say if your parents have a high number, you are more likely to also have a high number. And when your parents are Sidious and Anakin. But there's still the force can still choose. Where would Padme somebody. fall? Do you think? Under a thousand, I don't think she's force attuned at all. So Luke and Leia are kind of just. So is I, mean, the I would force say Luke is a gene? Luke, Luke and Leia a... are a result of their dad, and yeah. I think it's unique because he's the chosen yeah. one. I mean, Luke isn't a supremely powerful Jedi. I'd say he's probably around that ten, maybe twelve. He's average. Yeah, I would agree. He he's. Slightly above average, I would say, yeah. in terms of like midichlorian count. It's yeah, yeah, because like I mean, being able to project an image of yourself across the galaxy is fairly impressive. Um, it did kill him though. I mean, kissing Ray killed Kylo Ren. That's so true. We don't really have a good. The prequels don't really, or the sequels don't really give us a good image of what kills someone in terms of the force that's true what's your next question kanan i know we kind of have oh this off air but have you watched how have you watched the rebels how is he a jedi question mark so he goes through his jedi knight trials um in late season four when he when he like shaves his head mm-hmm. he has that he has done his his night trials yes he goes out to the to the field something goes on with the wolves, we don't see it on screen. But when he comes back and shaves his head, he is a Jedi Knight. Yes. Up until that point, he is still technically, in terms of the Jedi Order, he is a Padawan. Yes, because he was a Padawan during Order 66. Have you watched Bad Batch at all? Have not. <sighs> That's fine. Um, mm. You'll see him as a Padawan in the opening scene of uh, Episode 1. Of Bad Batch. Of Bad Batch. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Uh, so at that point, he is an inducted member of the Jedi Order. So in that regard, he is a Jedi. So he, he is a, a Jedi Padawan, one. not a Jedi Knight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's his... your question. Um, but I would say, outside of the like definitions of the Jedi Order, throughout Rebels, in terms of the Jedi Order, he'd be a, a Padawan, and a Padawan can't have a Padawan, right? But like I would say, like outside of the Jedi Order, he is a master because he he is he He's is one hundred percent. Uh, Ezra's master, Ezra's Jedi master. Sure, Ezra is his Padawan, in for sure. all intents and purposes. You know, that's an interesting thing because I would say at this point in the Order's history, because it doesn't really exist anymore, the 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 definitions of what defines yeah a master are gone. Mm-hmm. So if he wants to call himself a master, he can. As but, long as you still have that kind of loose association of he has somebody yeah, under yeah, yeah. him he's training. But Kanan needed to go through the trials for himself. Yes. Like that was more for him than anyone else. I would he, also, yeah, that was he more didn't psychological. Need, he didn't need to be a Jedi Knight so that he could have a Padawan. He needed to be a Jedi Knight so that he was confident in his power to like protect his family and eventually, you know, give his life to save them. Next question. 
Anything else about like Rebels or Kanan or Ezra while we're I, in that? I don't realm? have anything more from Rebels. Once I start Rebels, I will definitely have more questions. That is a next time kind of thing. Coolio. If there is a next time. What? Was was Leia, because this is kind of one of the questions that I had down before coming in here. Was Leia supposed to use, was supposed to be able to use the Force? Yes. Yes. Leia was always. The entire um, time. Yes. Um, Because in episode five or episode, the end of episode five. Yes. Um, Obi-Wan tells Luke that there is an, or we hear Obi-Wan say to Yoda, or no, Yoda, okay, we got there. Yoda says to Obi-Wan, there is another. Um, and he's referring to Leia. And then later, I can't remember in episode six who tells Luke, but Luke is told that his sister has the Force, and then he goes and tells Leia, and then Leia realizes that she has the Force. Um... <laughs> It's that whole situation, that love triangle for two whole movies. Awkward. And they turn out to be siblings. It's just, you know, peak writing. <laughs> I don't think it was actually the plan originally. They made out in Sweet the first one. Home Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a good cold open. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so this is a question that Josiah hated when we looked at So hold at on, hold on, hold on. One more, one more thing. In the EU, Leia becomes a full-on Jedi. Does she really? Mm-hmm. She does. Um, she actually, in the EU, she becomes a full-on Jedi, has a child who also becomes a Jedi. Three children. Two of them are Jedi. Okay. And then one of them is dark, and then they fight yes. each other. And then um, Anakin Solo is wait, hold up. saved by Chewie, and Chewie dies. This is all EU and doesn't actually EU. matter. Uh, so then Kylo is excuse me Ben right mm-hmm. Ben yeah Ben is actually Leia's child correct yes Leia and Hans yeah okay just making sure he's a, so he yeah. is by blood a Skywalker yes which is why he is if if he had proper training he would be very strong super, like above averagely powerful but yes um, which is why he's able to merc all the Knights of Ren with a blue Which lightsaber. it was confirmed that they are all force users. That makes me sad. Because they should have all just had red blades. And they should have all just like force pushed him at the same time while in a circle. Just and squished just like, him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't force crush a move? It like, is a move. But if they all ball force pushed him, they would have imploded him. He's we like, he pulls out the lightsaber, does that little shrug, and then just black explodes. Hole? Possibly. Alrighty, guys. <laughs> that's all we've got this week for part one of Beginner's Guide with Brandon. Uh, thank you for joining us. Hey, it was my pleasure. Awesome. It was our pleasure, too. <laughs> Steven's I'm shaking his head at me. shaking my head. Telling me not to make a Chick-fil-A joke. Fetitiously. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, I think this is great. I, I love... <laughs> Uh, we'll jump in next week with the question you hate. The question I hate, I do. There is a question that Brandon asked that uh, I despised. But then so, we started talking about it, and yeah. I think I was wrong. <laughs> uh, you guys will hear that next week. Um, anyway, thanks for listening. Brandon, thanks for coming on. Alrighty, we will. Uh, we'll see you guys next week.